Clean contact. I hit it again because that shot was a defining moment. And when a defining moment comes along, you define the moment. Or the moment defines you. practice podcast my name is andy hayes it's august 1st summer is nearing an end it's time for podcast with me is zach busman zach it's great to have you here um i'd peter don he was my first choice but he's out of town <laughs> he's out east he's playing a member guest it's big time golf tournament how's zach like give us give us like a golf life update like Oh wow! Things? Uh, uh, things aren't aren't uh, spectacular right now. Um, it's probably my own fault. Um, haven't haven't put a ton of practice into my game. Um, but played on Friday and uh, had my worst round of the year. Oh no! By a wide margin. Um, I hadn't played in. I haven't picked. I had not picked up a club in a couple of weeks, but still, it was. Uh, Wait, why hadn't you played or practiced? Like, you're busy or a little bit busy. Yeah, uh, we we're, were trying did to you play. Just think you were in, you were fine. I did think I was going to be fine. Okay, but uh, I don't know. We we're gonna. I was gonna play last weekend, but it just kind of fell through. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah. And you're like, know. my game's good. My game should be good, you know, it should be yeah. reasonable. I, I was thinking, you know, maybe a little bit of rust, but we'll we'll find it during the round. Like, you know, won't be miss hitting shots at least. You know, maybe the yardages will be a little off, but so uh, Yeah, little a wow. little all over the place. I don't know. So what was that experience? Was it surprising? And then what did you try did you try to fix anything and did it work? It was surprising. Um, How was your? Where did your? Where did your mind go throughout the day? I actually enjoyed the round a lot. I had fun. It was just me and Steve playing Sunset. It was a good time. I didn't get down about it at all. It was like really fun, but just was hooking my driver, and I never, I never hooked the ball. So it was weird, really weird. Oh. Usually. Usually uh, hit like a slight little fade out there and all of a sudden was hooking it and, you know, didn't didn't know why. I tried to just start purposely blocking him to the right and then started duck hooking. <laughs> it got worse. Okay. Got worse, yeah. Yeah, but you know, short game was all right. I made some putts and made a nice birdie on four. Um, like I said, I enjoyed the round, but... In your best. Just some some large numbers out there. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah. You have, do you have confidence going into the next round? I have a little more confidence going into the next round because I practiced at the driving range uh, yesterday, and I think I figured some things out. Um, made did some more tinkering with my grip, and 
think I at least found a Band-Aid that I can use for the driver if if needed. So You have a Band-Aid fix. I do. What is Or a literal Band-Aid that you put on the club. <laughs> Band-Aid fix. Okay. Which is what? Which is um, with irons, I have a neutral grip. Uh-huh. And with the driver... I make it so I can't see any knuckles. Oh, so you're really weak. Weak wow. grip. And, and it works? It it works. <laughs> it helps. It right. works, but sounds uh sounds absurd to be using two completely mm. different grips. Yeah, I mean why the at round. what point like would you then adjust cuz I guess last time you were on the podcast you talked about how you adjusted your grip after like the fourth hole and it worked for you. Yeah. That but, was the first time I converted to a neutral grip yeah okay from a weak grip got it like being weak at at all times switched that to neutral Mm -hmm. with irons and with all shots driver too and played well that day yeah i just mean if next time you play if you hit your first drive right are you gonna change your grip or how many drives would it take probably would take a few a few few drives three Three or four, or four, okay. or five, five. That's almost the entire front nine. Right's okay. Yeah, right's okay at sunset. Yeah. Okay. Our our theme for today is is trust. Playing golf with trust. Do you in your life? I think trust is related to related to like faith. It's also related to like to like belief. Okay, belief in yourself or belief in something else. In your life, like what do what do those words mean? Like, or what have those words meant to you like growing up? Um, when I think of trust, I sort of think of loyalty as well. It's like, okay. um, yeah, I don't know. That's the first, first thing that popped in my head, actually, while you were finishing asking that question. Uh, but I think trust is important in a, in a lot of areas of life you know relationships job um sports you know the people you hang out with you mm-hmm. got to be able to trust them sure and then you have to be able to trust yourself and not have doubt right because so, doubt yeah. doubt is not trusting yourself so what do you think it means to trust yourself i think confidence belief um so is it possible is it possible to have trust in yourself if you're like playing bad like you just said trust is important it's like in your round like i'm sure did you have very much trust in yourself like when all of a sudden you're hitting a shot that you had never hit before well it depends because uh, trusting exactly what you're currently doing to to somehow start working. Okay. That probably not, but uh, trusting like if you have, if you think you know what the fix is, mm-hmm. and so you're gonna switch your game. Yeah. You have to trust that this new thing you're about to do mid round yeah. to try to help you. You have to trust whether that. So you're you like trusting. You have to fully commit to that change. Trusting yourself that you'll be able to like figure it out. Yeah. Is that what you'd say? Yeah, or go. whatever. If you're yeah. gonna tinker, you gotta go all in. Yeah. Because sometimes, I mean, do you think like sometimes you go, you like don't you tinker and don't go all in? 
or do you think other people do that? Um, probably, yeah. I, I think I've done that. Yeah. I've done that many times mm -hmm. where you try something and you don't give it enough time, yeah. commitment. Like yeah. you try something real quick on the course. Yeah. It doesn't work on the first shot and yeah. you are like, nope, never mind. Yeah. And you might go back to what you started with, mm -hmm. even though, I mean, how could it be worse? If you, I mean, if you're switching to something, you might as well as go well all as, in on it. Yeah. I think. But then what if that doesn't work? If that doesn't work, then like how many, like, you know then, what I mean? You could yeah. so easily like keep trying new things. Well, then we just gotta, you know, go kind of up your alley a little bit and, and, you know, look at the trees and. <laughs> so just give, up, give up on the on the trying to fix and just yeah just just focus on the beautiful course and that's is that what you think how i play golf yeah you know not worry about the score well, i played good i shot five under last week so maybe you should try that from the beginning <laughs> if that's if that's what you think i do no out I'm, there. I'm just kidding yeah, i'm just giving right. you a hard time no that's all right yeah that was a great round you yeah. had all right um so I another um personal question were you raised religious Yes. Yes, what, I was. What religion? Uh, Roman Catholic. Wow. Okay. What yeah. did What did the word What did like belief or trust mean in that context? Following rules, mm. probably, yeah. and despite the like how many rules there are and how hard they are to follow, mm -hmm. being forced to believe that they're like not just suggestions, but that like God, like reality God told you to do this. That it's like true. Well, I don't, I don't think I ever felt, have ever felt that God told me to do these, okay, those things. But just the religion itself. Yeah. As you go to the, you know, as I went to the masses and yeah. and you know, other influences around me, like my yeah. my grandmother and yeah, saying like, no, this is this is the only way. These rules. Yeah. are set in stone they're the only rules that matter and you like have to you have to believe that that that's true is that what you say yeah, yeah. i mean well there yeah. was there was a point in my life where yeah i felt like i but i mean that's like the set like the way they put you through it right yeah not not they and not like your grandma but like the whole structure because for me like mm -hmm. i think lo most lots of people were raised religious for me it was like belief you have to believe like you have to believe in god and that's like not an obvious thing to do, right? Because you can't like see God and you can't see God doing things. So it's like believing that something that you're not, you're completely unsure of, but you're like have to almost like, to me, it was like, you have to almost like pretend that you're really sure of it. Yeah. I, can, I, mean? I can relate to that a lot. Yeah. yeah. Like you're just like pretend it's like, okay, yes, this is true. I'm going to keep saying it and I'm going to go through the routines as a way of like, uh, remind like showing myself and other people that I actually believe this and like if you do believe this you'll be like yeah. rewarded because you get yeah. eternal life but do you actually like, like in your mind yeah but do you actually do it I don't do you, know do, so, like do you so, actually right. buy it so that would be doubt like that would be where like doubt comes in and so I heard I, I heard um, like a definition of faith that was that was different or faith or trust that was kind of different than this because to me trust was always like you're almost like tricking yourself to believe these things that you don't quite know if they're true or not but they said faith is not Faith is not um, is is not about being certain about something. Faith is actually just like being comfortable being uncertain of something. Yeah. So, so like, um, 
that that it it's not about certainty, but it's about being, it's about seeing that like well, there's a, a, a level of uncertainty with everything, probably literally everything, and so faith is being okay with that uncertainty. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I agree. And so yeah, and so so now I think that gets us back, it gets like back to golf a little bit, of like, faith. Like, like, think about how many mistakes are caused on the course by people being, like, uncomfortable with uncertainty. You know, like, they don't feel good about their swings, so they're, like, trying all these new swing changes and new fixes. Yeah, during the round. During, like, yeah, during the round. Or whenever. Or whenever. Yeah, all the yeah. time. Right, or, like, always buying new clubs. Or yeah. Yeah. always thinking that, like, oh, I, if I have this thing, then I'll finally like have it figured out because that's just kind of where our brain like where our brain goes um and um it just makes you like nervous on the course and like worrying about all these things and so um but i think when you think of it this different way of like there's so much when it comes to golf there's so much uncertainty that if we could just be comfortable with the uncertainty we may play better golf yeah, it sounds like you're, yeah, like trying to, I don't know, I feel like you're sort of describing like playing free, which is how we all want to play. Sure. Right? Yeah. Um, and are you sort of talking about optimism too? Do you think that comes into it? Like, well, personally, what do you mean optimism? Like, personally, I'm someone who is pretty optimistic all the time. Yeah. Even if I'm coming off a really bad round, yeah. I look at a new round like a fresh start, mm -hmm. and, and I always think in my head, like, who knows? Like, I might shoot a great round today somehow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It might just, it, it might just yeah. happen. It might happen, yeah. It could easily happen. Yeah. So I always am excited for my, my round. I'm never more excited than, like, yeah. 10 minutes before the round. Mm -hmm. It's like... Yeah, I don't know if uh, I, I'm trying to think about that. I played when I played well recently. I didn't have any like I, I've been playing. I've been playing well, so I like kn I just like knew I would play well and I had like confidence that I would play well. But I don't think I had like a like a wow I might shoot in the 60s today. Like, I didn't really like have that conscious thought. It was I just, kind of do that. I I kind yeah. of set that up in my mind. Yeah, I know, but I wonder if that's I don't know if that's good so, or bad. So that's where I'm I'm thinking of the that's like a way of of like you're trying to be almost like certain about something or you're uncomfortable like you're you're like here's something I'm really hoping to do and if I do this it'll make it a great day. Whereas I wonder if playing with trust for you in that sense would be like you have to be like you could shoot 85 or 75 and like, can you be like, just like comfortable knowing that that outcome could happen? Mm. You know what I mean? Cause yeah. as soon as you, if you're, if you're like, maybe I'll shoot 70 today. Now what happens if you double bogey the first hole? Like you probably don't think that same thing anymore. Yeah. That's, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's right. I would agree with that. Like, um, yeah, you're optimistic for the round, but then if it starts going off, you're 
Yeah, so I'm pretty, not saying pretty pissed off. Yeah, I guess I'm not saying that you should be uh, you should not be optimistic, but it's more of just like, hey, there's like a lot of different ways that this could go, and you, you, it's gen in general, like with anything. We're talking about trust. This could be really, literally applied to like any situation, right? Of like, there's a lot of ways this round could go. There's a lot of things that could happen. Um, good things could happen. Bad things could happen. And if I'm kind of like if I'm okay with that going into it, then that like I think frees you up in such a different way than if you're like, man, I like, I'm a 75 shooter. I got to shoot 75 today. Yeah. As soon as you double, you, now I'm, I'm four over through, through six. I'm not going to do it. Now you get like more upset and then you start like, you know, really like pressing and like trying yeah. too hard. And I think, I think there's a lot of variables that make it hard to do. And what do you mean? Like what? Like fear yeah, or anxiety. Mm-hmm. What if you're anxious? Well, but so where does like, the what anxiety... if you're going into the round anxious about could be something else in your life or anxious wow. for the round or you're just an anxious person, someone who yeah. has anxiety. Okay. Yeah. Well, then first I think you the, can you know how can everybody get to that place the same yeah. way? Or, I suppose or are there if is we there wanna... is there different ways for different people? of getting into that mode or that Zen or whatever yeah. that, but know. I think kind of like pressing into those thoughts, um, can like help you to deal with them. Mm-hmm. Um, that fear, I mean, fear was like, it's just like a survival mechanism. Like when the lion came up behind past humans, you know, it would cause you to be afraid, which would save your life. So fear is actually could be a good could be a good thing in the right situation. So I think you need to be like, okay, fear, you know, fear is doing it's doing its best to try to help you and protect you. But now, on hole one at Sunset Valley, like, is there anything in danger? Like truly in danger? Um, well, not probably not for your life, but then there may be other things like you're worried about. I think it has to do with a lot of people's like if you're worried about what score you're going to shoot, then it impacts a lot a lot of things but i think if you can be okay with whatever score you're going to shoot you're actually going to shoot better and you'll be happier yeah um and you don't have to worry and you're not worrying about it yeah um yeah because there is because it's, ba- it's back to that thing like can you be comfortable with the uncertainty so whatever it is like the score you're going to no shoot matter at the what end, the uncertainty yeah is. exactly the score at the end is an uncertainty yeah. where the ball is going to go is an uncertainty like how your swing is going to feel is an uncertainty and so you see like so many times whenever those uncertainties come up, people like react in like many different ways. You know, getting in a weird situation is an uncertainty. Like all of these things, uh, the slow play is uncertainty. Yeah. Showing up weather. as a twosome and yeah, getting paired with two people. Two people that and they don't fit with your, your vibe. They don't fit with the vibe, yeah. Yeah. Did that happen to you? No. Oh, I mean, okay. it's happened before. It's happened before. It's yeah. happened before. Yeah. Usually, usually the people good. you get paired up with end up being pretty cool. Yeah. You know. All right. Um, so, I mean, can you see how this being comfortable with the uncertainty, like, yeah, you're the one who said it, like, leads to freedom and could play golf in a better way. Um, do you, I mean, does this, does this have any, does this have any substance or is this just like, I think it definitely has substance. It's, it, it leads to more questions of 
how do you propose to do that? Okay, like what? Like talk. Let's hear your questions. What do you mean? Well, that's that's my. How do I first propose? Question. How do you propose to do what? To like do what you're saying. To have uh, to be comfortable in the uncertainty. How do oh. we? How do we just flip that switch? Well, maybe if you maybe maybe it's not a switch that you flip. It could be something you practice. Like well, yeah, yeah. You know, like what do you suggest you know, uh, for okay for the um, viewers for the listeners sh- for the listeners? Okay, shot like. That's just there's some. I think the first thing is you have to get over. You got to get over the score obsession. It doesn't mean you don't keep score. Score gives this thing f- structure, but you got to be okay with whatever, whatever the outcome is, or else you're gonna be too worried about it the whole time. How do you become okay with the score? You get to the point where you don't associate your value as a human with your score. <laughs> it's like that's a, too far no it's not because it's you know it's true everybody does it you can't pretend that that's not what people do that um but there's a there's a sense of just accomplishment yeah with with the score yeah, yeah it doesn't have to be what it, it means it doesn't have to be that extreme where you think about what you score as yeah your status yeah. or but there are, but comparing to others, but I think it's, there's it's a sense of accomplishment and yeah. like you know it's not that you're not trying you're not it's not that you're not trying to treat the score, but you said or it's not that you're trying to keep score or score as best you can, but you said like this past week you're even you're able to enjoy the round even if even though you were playing pretty poorly. Yeah, like I we've played lots of golf over the years. I've played. You can t- you can correct me if I'm wrong, but there have been rounds where you have not been playing good, and like that definitely like changed how you were definitely just like as a person that day. Definitely. So so you have to say that has some sense of like how you're seeing yourself, yeah, right, or how you feel about yourself or whatever. Do you know what I mean? And so definitely, um, like I still think the goal should be, uh, you know, people they talk about like hit one shot at a time, you know, but like the, some of the ideas behind that is like, can you put everything into one, like this next shot you're going to hit, put all of your focus, all of your, like your trust in yourself to hit this next shot the best you can and be as like present as you possibly can in that like one moment in that one shot. And I think that has something to do with it as well. Cause you know, it's so easy to just constantly be adding up the score in your head. Like it, your brain, it goes like so everyone's brain goes so quick of like, you know, uh, say you're on hole 15 and you're like two over, you're like, and you're in the middle of fairway, you're 100 yards out, and you're like, okay, I'm just gonna hit this one close and I'll have a birdie here, and then I need one more birdie coming in, and you're thinking about all of that while you're like over your shot, right? Yeah. Like, that's not being like comfortable with the uncertainty of like, well, whatever could happen is, is like gonna happen. Yeah. And I'm going to do my best, like, each and every one of these shots. Yeah. Um, I think it's so easy to get pulled off off your focus. Yeah. And then you got to realize you're, I don't know, you're off it. But I feel like once you're off, it's hard to turn it back on. Absolutely. That's how I feel. That's like, true. Yeah. Like, you, you start thinking those other things. Yeah. And even, like... Like I've I've started thinking those things, and then I tell myself right then and there, like I sh- this isn't what I should be thinking yeah. about. But 
to go back and be completely focused on the shot mm-hmm. and the shot only. Yeah. And then the next shot only yeah. is really hard. Focus. You can be focused about the shot or just like excited about the shot or, you yeah. know, um, cause sometimes when I'm like focused, it's like, okay, I got to focus well. So I, and then it so quickly goes like, if I focus on this shot, then my score will be better. You know, oh, which yeah, is like yeah. so different, which is, yeah, that's which is different, almost different than that is. Different, um, I yeah. Think. There's a guy uh, like a philosopher who's not alive anymore named Alan Watts. And he he's big. He talks about like how meditation is important. How I, I love the idea of meditation, but I don't actually ever meditate. So same. It's, yeah, it's all right. But he's um, you know, maybe someday um, he was talking about how like meditation is like the one way that you can like be truly, truly like present and like who like you are kind of like meant to be as a human. And he's like, if you meditate, he's like, if you meditate for some other reason, like I'm going to meditate. So I, uh, am more focused in my day to day life or, you know what I mean? Any other reasons that people could use to, I'm going to meditate so that I'm better at golf, whatever. He's like, if you do that for that, those reasons, like it's no longer meditation anymore. Cause Doesn't now you're work. like trying to get something out yeah. of it. Yeah. Right? So you just have to focus on the meditation Itself, and then for the sake of itself and then say you know two three weeks later all of a sudden you'll just yeah like feel that's what he's more saying. focused that's what or, he's, or yeah. whatever without that's, but he yes just like one day you'll be like wow i'm like really focused yeah. that's what he's saying that's what he's saying and so i think like the golf is kind of the same way of like if you do certain things like for this like so that i'll make more birdies so that i'll do this like it's not quite it's not quite the same amount of of focus as as you maybe could have um like that you could approach each like someone says what was it um trying to remember who exactly said it but it was the the quote was along lines of like if you the, the only thing that you actually love in the world is like something that you'll do like purely for the sake of itself and so i think like for golf it's like do you like would you would you love like playing like the aspect of playing golf like do you actually love that enough that it would be okay in itself like the act of playing it rather than the score that gets attached to it do you know i'm not necessarily saying you in particular but you know what i mean of like so many people it's like if you didn't if there wasn't a score at the end of the day they'd be like well what did i just do yeah. And I would agree that a score makes it better. And I'm not well, saying we should stop keeping score. Would you would you watch a football game that there's no score? No. But I think that's different. but I think because you like watching football. No, I wouldn't cuz I don't like watching football that much. What about the live tour for you? No. <laughs> no, I would not. Um because these things are but would I um would I follow Tiger Woods at the Masters if I never saw a scoreboard the entire day? hundred percent. Same. I absolutely would. Wow. Yeah. And so there are part, golf is different. It's like, like yo, I don't, I, yoga is another thing I don't do, but like you imagine people who are really into yoga. There's not a, they don't get a, a report card at the end of their, you know, their session. That says like you scored a ninety five today, 
Do you know what I mean? They just like go do it for the sake of doing it. And so I think golf is cool and golf is maybe more interesting. You're maybe going to do it more often than yoga or be more excited by it because there's a score part of it. And so it's not, I'm not saying that the score shouldn't be there, but it's just like you can see that there are reasons to do it that, that, you know, even if you didn't have it. Um, Like there have been days like you didn't, you originally didn't really love, you never liked playing Canal Shores a long time ago because it's like, it's a par 60. It's not, you don't get to hit driver. But then I think we've had experiences since then where you're like, wow, this is like a cool, this is like a, a valuable thing it's, to do. It's definitely grown on me. Yeah. yeah. And so that's what I, do you see what I mean of how like you could start at one place of being like, well, it's not, it's a par 60, it's 3,600 yards. Like this, I can't, you know, if I, if I shoot even there and shoot a 60, that's not as fun as shooting even at a par 72 championship layout yeah with gps cards with gps cards yeah yeah no, that's a good point so i think there are but i'm only i'm saying all this that like this can potentially like help people enjoy golf better but also score better yeah. as well another question for you yeah do you think this is for amateurs only or mm. pros as well Pros. Like, like you don't know these players. Like, you don't know them. I don't know them. But do you think Tiger focused on the score quite a bit? I th- no, I think he's so focused on every single shot he's hitting that I don't think he's... He obviously knows what his score is at. Yeah. But I don't think... But for tour players who are on a leaderboard, following yeah. the leaderboard... Oh, and so like you should you well some if people say if it's they've let's say them. it's yeah let's say like it's, you're down two with three to go something like that like, or you even on a Saturday yeah you're two shots back of yeah. possibly being in the yeah. final group mm-hmm. on Sunday yeah but you're still how would that what what do you think do you think if you know so I guess maybe some people that could motivate them. Or other people, it could make them actually like do worse because it like changes the pressure. Yeah, I mean, wouldn't the, I guess the I'm goal, playing devil's advocate a shouldn't little. Shouldn't the goal still I'm, be? I'm the, trying to say, can you focus on the score like and play well? I think if you're if you're like okay, there's two holes to play and I'm two back and like that's what you're thinking about. I think you'll play worse than if you're like, I am. I need to focus on every single shot and give my every shot the best thing I can do. See score. I think sometimes when I talk about the score, it gets equated to like, oh, does this mean you shouldn't try? And it's like, no, you're still trying. You're you're trying your best and you're giving everything you can to every single every single shot. But like you're okay with the uncertainty of what will happen because there's days you're gonna play well and hit the ball good and you'll shoot worse than your average score. And there's days you'll play good and hit the ball and you'll shoot better than your average score. And so like can you not be not you, but can people be like be okay with that uncertainty? I think that's what like playing golf with trust and freedom kind of like is getting at. Um, if you want to get to like, I think it gets to course, it's like course management strategy. Like Scott Fawcett, you know, he talks about how how playing golf is more like, you know, it's more like shooting a shotgun than a sniper rifle, or like a shotgun has this like scattered. I don't really know anything about guns, just what he says. You know what I mean? There's like multiple bullets that get shot at the same time, I think. Yeah. 
and it's like a wide it's a wide net that gets shot out there where the sniper is like one specific target right and so yeah. um people ain't you know most people default to just like we're just going to aim straight at the pin every single time and and they expect it to go and there. they kind of expect it to go there and if it doesn't then whatever but but what scott fawcett is saying so this is something tour players do is that like they know that sometimes they're going to miss left sometimes they're going to miss right sometimes they'll miss a little long sometimes they'll miss short yep. and they just like play that accordingly yeah and that when those outcomes happen um they're not like so so shocked by it you know yeah. i have students who like they'll hit a good drive and it'll be like a couple yards into the right rough and they're just like the reaction is like oh my gosh like like oh right again but like it's like that shot was in what for you is like an acceptable Dispersion. outcome. Yeah. yeah, it's like you're going to have some shots there. So when you hit it in there, like don't you shouldn't be upset about that. But that's just like not being okay with the you know uncertainty that comes with it. And I think that's hard. That's what's hard about golf for some people. Um, yeah, and yeah, Fawcett also yeah talks about like a lot of times when when you do stuff one right at the pin it's actually like you're pulling it or or right. pushing yeah, or yeah. pushing the shot you still have yeah you still have shots end up straight you still have shots end up next to the pin but it's like it's not because you aimed it's, yeah it's a there. shot that you like maybe aimed to a safer place and like you just missed it a little bit and it still kind of like ended up there yeah and then so. you play it off with your playing partners like yeah well everyone will say great shot yeah yeah it was right at the pin yeah right at the pin yeah um so um I guess trust, another aspect of trust is like when you, like when you, when you walk, when you walk down the stairs, okay, do you like, how do you, how do you do that? You just put one foot in front of the other. Yeah, but like, could you? Like, could you describe, like, could you describe all the movements that happen to, like, get down the stairs? Like, how do you? I don't think we even think about it. Yeah, exactly. You could, yeah. But you still do it. But, like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, you could, your, like, your knees bend. They do. They have to, your foot kind of kicks out, has to drop down. Maybe you're holding onto the handrail. There's, like, a lot. There's, like, very complicated movements that are going on. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. And... No one even thinks about it. You yeah, just, you, you just, just do you it. trust the stairs. You trust the stairs, and you trust well. You trust yourself. There's regulations for stairs, you know. There's, <laughs> there's, there's, there is regulations for stairs. But let's say, let's say you're walking down the stairs, and um, maybe you're going a little too fast, and on the last step, you, like, you trip, you're not not like a bad fall, just like oh, stumbled a little bit. Um, would you, uh, would you analyze your your stair walking technique? No chance. Yeah. <laughs> you would just, it's like, oh, that was a mistake. Uh, I got to be uh, a little slower down the stairs. That was a mistake. I'll just yeah, do that, it better. Yeah, that I'll was on, do it better the next time. Yeah, you, that was on you, yeah. not, not the stairs. And so to me, is it possible if, to think about the golf swing in a similar way of like, golf swing is a very complicated movement of a lot of things going on. And sometimes we'll hit a bad shot. And our brain tells us that we need to analyze our 
our swing technique and possibly make changes before the very next swing based on that one swing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, it just, it depends though. I think I know it depends. I think it depends. Yeah. What, what do you think it depends on? Well, are we playing a competitive round or not? Um, I think we're playing a round where we're trying to score our best. Okay. And also, like, what are your bad shot? Like, is your bad shot like oh, you? Shit. You can you can be. Um, Let's say it's you. A you can be allowing Fawcett's shot yeah. dispersion to be your game plan, right? But does that matter if you hit three feet, like a foot behind the ball, well, and chunk it? I, I would say okay. So let's you just could say, still hit. Let's say anywhere. it's a bad shot. That's that's maybe within the the expected realm of possibility yeah for yourself like um let, let's just say it's um i okay for me i you know playing sunset valley whole uh whole four last time i played it it was into the wind the pin was kind of front left which is the trickiest spot because if you miss if you miss five yards to the right pin high it's in the water if you miss five yards left it like bounces down kind of into the woods and that's an impossible up and down it's possible up and down so i tried to give it a, i tried to give it a little bit more and it was into the wind so i thought the wind would kind of catch it drop it down the wind didn't catch it as much as i thought it bounced down and i had like a tough you know a tough spot to me i, I just it's like okay that was i saw that as like a normal a normal miss i don't need to like but but a few years ago, I would have like started to think about my club face on the next shot. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, I missed, I missed so the last one. Le I missed the next, my last shot. I missed it left. So I got to make sure that I, you know, get it more to the right this time. Mm. When, you know what I mean? When it actually wasn't that bad yeah. of a. An overreaction. It's maybe an overreaction. Yeah. Yeah. Or someone, you know, you could hit one off the heel a little bit and it's going to go off to the right and people be like, oh, it's. I was over the top. I gotta, yeah. you know, swing more from the inside, and it's like, well, that's a pretty, a pretty major yeah, change th that you're, you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, because now you're thinking about a perceived issue that you have out on the course. Exactly, and that's what you're focused on, not yeah. the next shot. And it's not going to let you play with with freedom. Like you could imagine now, imagine if you walk down the stairs while trying to like analyze every movement that you make. Like that's not going to be a very free flowing, you know, saunter. No, I'll, I would yeah. probably somehow not go down the stairs well yeah it would be like very mechanical and not good and it would so, be weird it would be weird but you can imagine there's lots of very mechanical like overthought golf swings out there um and so yeah i don't think that i don't think that it means um n like never trying never trying to get better but i think it means you, ha you have to be smart enough to know what's what's gonna what's like a like an overreaction and what is a Maybe as you were saying earlier, like you can trust yourself that you'll know like what to do when, when something bad happens. Like for me, when right now when my driver, when I miss right with my driver, it's usually because my like my hips rot rotate uh, rotate too fast open in the backswing, and it kind of throws off the plane of my club, and I get my weight on my back foot a little bit, and I have to kind of slide my hips forward, which makes me like, kind of dip, and it just like boxes out to the right. But I know that if I like let my arms swing first and feel like I'm more just like turning centered as opposed to sliding like that will like straighten straighten that out. So I think that's a little bit 
you know, I like, I know what's probably going to happen and I know a way to work on it. Maybe that's it. Maybe you have to know, like for you, if you, you know that your, your miss might come. Well, maybe, maybe now, you know, that your miss might come, might start missing left with driver. I know the fix hands. Let's go. But that, so like you have to actually like maybe practice enough to get to that place. Yeah. What do you say? Right. You can't just definitely. guess. And that's, but, but yeah. all that is better than just guess. And I'd almost rather like, don't just guess if you, if it's a guess, like just like play the shot. If your swing is just left every time and you honestly have no idea how to do it, like just aim for the right and yeah. try to fix it some other time. Yeah, for sure. You gotta, you gotta be confident in your fix. Yeah. And which you have is to, a hard you have thing to, to know. do. Yeah. You have to know based on practice or doing it before Yeah, or whatever, you know, uh, knowing that it's yeah. technically correct or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Um, Tiger 2019 masters. Do you think he was like worried? Do you think he was like thinking about what the other guys were doing? No, or do you th- no I don't think at all. Not at all. I think he just knew he knew what he had to do. And if he did it, it would give him a yeah pretty good shot. Oh yeah, another word for trust. I think it's like yeah. determination. Mm. Do, do you okay? Think, why? What do you think you mean by that? Uh, well, as soon as you said, as soon as you said, things for me. As soon yeah. as you said, Tiger the 2019 yeah. Masters. Yeah. That's what stuck out to me yeah. early on in the week yeah. is he seemed determined. Yeah. And it just felt different. He had yeah. a different aura to him almost. Yeah. I. Yeah, I think there's like sort of. Did, did you get that feeling? Yeah. Did, did you, like... Yeah, I think so. Feel like you felt like he was going to win. Yeah. In, like, the second round. Yeah. Yeah. It was just different. Yeah. Than I he's, agree. Than he's... Than he's been since. Than he's looked yeah. or acted mm-hmm. or... Yeah. I think determined... I think they maybe, like, can go together, but I, th- I don't think they're the same thing. You know, like... Got it. Because determination has to... Uh, seems to have a level of, like, I really want... some. I want some... Something. Right, or like you're really focused on a certain task, yeah. where I think trust can have a different, almost a different. It's like a softer, like but I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna. Because I think you could have like too much determination that it like takes away your trust potentially. I think so too. But have you had, if you th- think back on moments in your life where you've been determined, yeah, don't you usually pull that off? Oh, but sometimes I'm when you when you. <sighs> Sometimes it when makes you're super me like determined. Try, sometimes when I when it comes to golf, it makes me press like I press too much. Okay. Do you okay. know what I mean? Yeah. I like. Yeah. It makes me try. You know, almost try too hard. Like, to uh, in the past, like not this past week, but you know, past years, I've like shot. Uh, um. Okay, I have once I I shot a one on. This was last year. Yeah, last year. So this year I've broken par four times past two weeks, which, three weeks, which is unusual for me in a good way. Last year I broke par one time, and it was in the spring at Sunset Valley. I shot one under. Um, and I birdied – that day I birdied the first three holes of the day. And I was determined to shoot an under par round because I really wanted to. But I don't – I didn't trust myself to do it. So I played – played kind of cautiously but you because, did it you yep. did it but but i but i my determination actually like 
I think kept me from doing what I could have done. Six under, seven under. Sure. Potential. Or just kept it at three under. You know what I mean? Yeah. I I had this like, oh, I got to shoot under par. I don't know if I'll be able to do it. Okay. Don't make any big, you know, don't make any big mistakes. Can you by chance remember the mistakes you made? It wasn't. It was just like I didn't, I didn't like after that point, like I didn't birdie any of the other par fives. You know, like I didn't, just wasn't as like tight as otherwise because I'm thinking almost playing like okay let's just keep it together let's defense just like, yeah playing yeah. defense rather than just like okay I'm like I got to this point by just like trusting myself and my game and my swing and by like yeah you know um and so like let's just like keep doing that like keep and I feel like I'm, I've gotten to a better place lately oh, yeah. where I've been able yeah. to do that tell us so, about tell us a, a little bit about your the last round you just shot Oh, thank or you for the, asking. The, the, uh, five, 67. the 67 at Bryn Mawr. Um, what was your mindset like during that round? Okay. How did you, did, do you feel like you held it together really well? Do you feel like you did the things you were talking about? Yeah. That so, you're, that you've, yeah. Thank you for asking. Um, I didn't, did I ask you to ask me that? No, okay, he, he did not. <laughs> he did. He didn't trust me. Um, First hole, driver pitching wedge to a par five, on into birdie. Second hole, I hit a really good drive kind of over the tree. It's a dog leg left. I hit seven iron, middle of the green, two putt, par. Hole three, drove the green, and like I was on the front edge, and the pin was in the back, and I was just trying to putt it up close, but it went in. I made eagle. Mm. Wasn't even trying. Wasn't even thinking about it. It was just like, okay, let's give this a give us a go. Yep. Hole four, hit drive up the right, and then I kind of hit this like. I was out of the rough and it was downwind and I wasn't quite sure on the club and it was like 167. I hit pitching wedge my 140 club, but I hit it to like 10 feet. It was great. I made the putt, four under through four. Which what not, were you thinking at that point? I was. Can you remember? I was thinking I was like this course, like I know this course is decent. It's not like it's not the most challenging course in the world. Like I'm going to I'm going I just like I'm going to keep having chances to make birdie. That's what I thought. And my like swing felt good and I knew just kinda had this good feeling of like having my arms lead the backswing. And that would get my drives good. My irons never I never really had trouble with. Putting. I just I imagined that I was Cam Smith putting. And so, you know, when he won the open, that just <laughs> was the image I had in my head. Yeah. And I was making putts. Draining them. Um and so I let's see, I had another bogey and then a birdie on the the rest of the front nine. So I was four under through through that point. So four under. Haven't didn't really miss too many shots at all. Hole ten. There's like a group on ten that was really slow, so we had to like skip ten and play it at the end. So we went to eleven, which is like a two hundred and eight eighty yard par four, you know, with like woods on the right. And last time I played it, we played together, I hit like a four iron and I just like blocked it like straight right OB. Do you remember that shot? I think I do, yeah. And so that's like the exact that's I had that shot just in my mind. You did. I was like, oh man, last time I played it, I just hit a horrible, I hit, that's literally like 50 yards offline. Like it wasn't even, not even close how, how far away. When were you, when, when were you thinking about it? Right, right as you were over the ball? It just, as I was walking out to the hole, as I was choosing my club, the whole time over the ball. Yeah. And so I was like, so I had, I chose three wood instead, um, which was the right choice. Um, and, but I was still like, oh, then, then over, then I was getting over balls. Like, oh, I haven't hit, because drivers actually too much on that hole, um, with the way how firm it was. And so I was like, oh, a three wood, 
I haven't hit this club yet today. That's what I thought in my head. <laughs> I was like, but so it's like crazy how I you can have these like doubts come up just like out of nowhere. Like, well, that's the thing. I hadn't missed the how shot. How do they? Why do they? They just they, come. do they come up out of nowhere? Yeah, yeah. They, but I hit I but I went to what my I was like I know my swing kind of like focus with my just leading with my arms and the backswing and it's you know generally going to be okay and it like I, I kind of like chunked popped up the three wood but it was fine it went out there like 220 and I had like 50 yards left and ended up making par so um, but still like that thought was was just there but I ne- but I didn't I never had any oh so then I birdied 18 and then we went to hole 10 which we had while we were waiting for that slow group we had like gunned it before and it was 208 and so I just throughout the whole the whole back nine I knew in my head that I had a 208 yard par three coming up as my final shot and i yeah. knew that it was going to be like a big shot tough test regardless yeah. of what happened you know like regardless of what happened on the rest of the back nine i knew like mo- unless something catastrophic happened i was going to be at least a couple strokes under par going into that with hole. a hole that with a with a difficult you're hole. definitely happy with getting out with par yeah yeah, but like who knows? But it could be. But it a could bogey, be could whatever. easily like be worse. Much, normally, yeah. the normally the course ends on eighteen, which is a par five, which is like a gettable par five. Which that's that's like knowing that's your last hole is a little different because it's like oh, I know I can, whatever happens, I know I'll at least have a shot at birdie here. But so I was like worried, but I chose six iron and hit it to ten feet. It's like shot of the day, wow. par. But that was one. I was like I I don't know. I just like I felt confident and I felt like I was able to. Like trust myself. So I think there's a there's an aspect of like I had to figure out my swing enough that I wasn't like guessing as to what the fixes were while on the course. Like I knew especially with driver, I knew a common miss, but then I knew a feeling that I had to kind of focus on each shot. Irons are I generally don't have to think that much about putting and chipping is fine as well. Um so I, I was also able to stay like I would say like like present more in each shot like I didn't start tell like when I was at four under I didn't start thinking like oh I could shoot a 59 like or like oh man like I better hold on to this right this round I better hold on to it I better not blow it I wasn't I was just like yeah it's like happy to be there I was happy to hit the shots I was like excited to play and I felt that yeah, I was able to play with like, like the trust and freedom. I was like happy to be out there in general, and so I was like, even if I I do honestly think I got I was at a place where I was like, oh, even if like whatever happens, I'm gonna be okay with it. And wow, it that, sounds like incredible day. Like, yeah, no, it was great. That's probably my best round I've ever played. Have you ever felt that way before on the course? No, not. I mean, I have when I've been playing race like. Since you yeah, know, I played a couple times since then, like, like with that full trust and and freedom and everything. Yeah, did it feel like I, a groundbreaking sort mm-hmm. of round, or have you well, felt like of, this, or felt like this before? No, I've been feeling like this more lately, but not not really like earlier years or earlier this year. So, okay. um, because normally when I play, I guess it has it has a lot to do with I'm just like hitting the ball better. I think that helps a lot. Um, the like in the past, 
I, I usually score well. I usually score well, but I don't like hit it. I don't always like hit it that good. Like I'm making pars from a lot of like strange places. Yeah, you're whereas, incredible with the irons and just yeah figuring out a way to get a par. Yeah, but do you do you but feel like you're? I didn't play that way. Do you feel like your Maybe. driving accuracy has given you confidence? Yeah, yeah, because I feel like I can hit a driver relatively in pl- like in play all the time now, and so and even if it misses, it's not that bit of, bad of a miss. So that. Is definitely a helpful thing. Um, nice to to your trust. So it's like if you're hitting good, it's, it will help you have trust. But I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think through like how could you like is it even worth trying to think about trusting yourself if you're like not playing if you're not playing well? Do you know what I mean? Like. Yeah, it's so complicated. It's so complicated. Like, could you, like, what do you think? Like, what do you think? There's so like, much nuance. What are you going to, like, do you think you could trust yourself, like, if you went out and played today? Like, with where your swing is at? Mm, probably not. Yeah. I would still be optimistic going into the round. Yeah. But I don't think I've had enough time to practice. Got it. And so I would be expecting to hit some, some loose shots. Yeah. But that's okay. That's you okay. Can hit loose shots and still score a even par round. No, definitely. Which would be a great round. No, definitely. Yeah. But getting it back on track, not sure because but, I, I'm going in with a with a switch that I feel needs yeah. to happen. But and if I mean, that though, switch so you, doesn't work, yeah. But if it, I but, don't have a plan B. Oh, oh I suppose you might I guess. Need a, it may be helpful. Score wise. Score-wise. Yeah, it probably would be helpful to come up with a plan B. Um, yeah. But of like, I'm not a coach. You could, <laughs> but you, but I think you could go into it though of like, like, what are you going to do? Like, are you like, what are, I guess, like, what shot are you most worried about? Okay, what shot are you most worried about with driver? What miss? Uh, left. Left, left. So, yeah. like, could you just aim? Could you just aim to the right on every shot, and so like as far enough right where like on hole one, like a dead straight shot is just like in those trees. I definitely could. And so it sounds so simple. Yeah, should have thought of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I. So and then, but I then, definitely could do that. So if you have that plan, then that you could make, trust yourself because it's could like make it draw more, like hook more. No, I'm saying you you actually try to hit it. You try to hit it straight. You don't just aim right and try to hit it to the fairway. You you literally just set up dead down the middle. No, you set up to the right. Yeah, to the right. Yeah. And so when you miss it to the left, instead of that ball being out of bounds, now it's it's actually in the fairway. Yeah. And so then it's like that's at least a way. It's like okay, here's a plan of how I'm going to get around the course and be able to trust myself. If you go into it with a plan of like, I need to hit every fairway dead straight down, like a perfect straight drive down the middle, like, you know, you probably can't, that's like an unrealistic expectation for you. So you won't be able to trust in that plan. Yeah. You know, like anyone could say like, like you can't say like, I'm going to trust myself to jump over a car today. You know, like that's not, that's not the same as trusting yourself to walk down the stairs. Like, Walking yeah. down the stairs is something like you know you do every time. And so um, in golf, as long as like it's in a, you know, obviously you can't have misses that are like 100 yards left, but yeah. I don't think that's what is. So you definitely, you definitely believe that 
Uh, it's it's all about trust on the course. I don't know. I'm I'm just exploring the idea. We don't have any certainty. It makes sense. Here. I'm just thinking. But I'm like, saying like. So, but yeah, so you're, you're saying it, it's okay to overcompensate. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. In, in that situation, yeah. and and it's it's okay really to do whatever. Yeah. As long because as then you can you trust get yourself. a better result. Because you know, like your ball is generally going to be okay, and you'll be able to trust yourself and swing freely. Now, let's say chances are, if you can trust yourself and swing freely. You're gonna start hitting some like pretty good shots that are actually start missing a bit a little bit to the right. So now you can start shifting, you know, your aim and your target more back to the middle because you've like you've you've done everything in a way that can like give yourself the most freedom as you swing. Mm-hmm. You know, like if you're aiming straight and you're worried about left, and you know that's like kind of just a tiny miss left would get it in big trouble. Like you're not gonna be able to swing with freedom. You're not gonna be able to like trust that that ball is going to be okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. You're going to like hold, try to hold the face open Yeah, or s- do something weird like yeah. that. Yeah. And I think it's like, if you're, uh, I think it can be just a general level of like, you, you're trusting that um, you've done like that up to this point, you've done f- as, as much as humanly possible is for you currently to like play at your, capable at the level you're, you're about to play it right like you're not going to go practice you know you're not you can't like freeze time and go practice and then yeah. get better and come back but you can see how it's like people get to a place and you're like you're so they're so worried about the outcome or that their swing's not going to be perfect that then they just start like worrying about so many things about all the uncertainties that could come with golf and that would actually make them play worse like even if they're not yeah. that good of a golfer um yes you're kind of describing unrealistic expectations yeah. or or knowing yeah you got to know where you're at with your game yeah. going in yeah. and know what your game is yeah and just go in and and do that and yeah like cuz someone like for someone because you can trust that yeah like let's say it's for like a someone who shoots in the 90s they um a person who shoots in the 90s most likely has trouble with getting clean contact with irons and also like direction, right? Like they miss left and right as well. And so, or someone shoots in the hundreds. So those are like, as you know, like complicated things to fix at the same time. But you can, if they've practiced it, let's say, I think contact would be the first thing to focus on, right? Like if their plan to me should be to go in and be like, like, I just need to make good contact with as much as many irons as I can. The way I'm going to do that is by focusing on just brushing the grass and I'm not going to worry about direction at all. Any, whatever direction the ball goes today, I'm going to be fine. And we're going to accept it. Even if it's a bad shot, because you to shoot under 90, you can have a lot of like wild shots and still be fine. You can't like chunk a ball and have it roll two feet. You can't like top a ball into the water you know, yeah. for the most part. And so that at least would give that person a plan of like, okay, here's something I can, you know, maybe like, trust on or, or trust in or hold on to of like that my best plan is just to focus on making clean contact every shot and i can trust that if i do that i'm going to have like a pretty good day if yeah. they're able to go through that round and maybe a couple more where like okay now contact isn't as big of an issue then you can start bringing in direction to it maybe you can then hit a shot that's like this ball is either going to go straight or it's going to miss to the left you know so like take one of the sides of misses out of play and then you can at least, you know, have a route to go from there. Yeah. Wow, you're making me think that 
like you got to check in on your game and, yeah. and know where you're at. Because I, I, I feel yeah. like people draw on his, their own history a lot. Yeah. Like they'll say, even if it was years ago, it's like I shot, you know, a 74. Yeah. And so they believe they could shoot a 74. Yeah. Because they've done it. Sure. Which is true. Mm-hmm. But maybe that's not where your game's currently at yeah, game any, changes. anymore. It's always like yeah. fluctuating. That's what I'm saying. So some, day, some years the driver is good. Some years the driver is not as good. I think you can still a lot of good. people, yeah, a lot of people chase, you know, the career best. What would be better yeah. than the next round that you play to be the best score you've ever shot? Yeah. Right. And that, I Isn't think that, that can kind happen. Of what, that's kind of what people strive for, right? I think it, yeah. And they'll it can play, happen. They'll but, play 20 rounds yeah. and, if one of those rounds produces the best score they've ever shot, then yeah. wow. Yeah. And it can happen, but I think, it, and I think it can happen by like, you need to kind of just compare yourself to some, so someone who's like a little bit better than who you currently are. You know what I mean? So again, yeah. like if someone, if someone shoots in the hundreds on average, they don't need to hit the ball like Tiger Woods to do better. They need to actually like, okay, let's just try to get contact. Let's, focus on contact and if i have good contact my round is going to be better than a round whereas if i had bad contact and bad direction um and like that would give them then you just like trust yourself of like even though there still is some uncertainty to like you just because you trust yourself doesn't mean contact is going to be perfect every time but i think you'll have more you know better contact if you can trust that like hey there's some there's some uncertainty in this swing right like you're over the ball you might just like chunk the crap out of it. You might top it, but like um, you have a general idea of like how you can find good contact. And if you can just trust in yourself to do that, you'll probably have a better outcome than if you're so worried about like, oh my God, what if I, what if I don't chunk it, don't chunk it, don't chunk it. You know, like having those yeah. types of thoughts in your head as you're hitting, that's, that's not playing with trust. That's not fun. That's not going to, you know, going to help at all, I don't think. Yeah, I would so. agree. I would definitely agree with that. Um, all right. Wow. Yeah. We covered a lot. Got to an hour. Do you have any, any final thoughts? Um, still not a fan of the live tour. All right. Any thoughts about trust in golf? Uh, yeah, I'm, are you going to try it? I mean, are you, yeah, are you yeah. convinced? I'm, I'm pretty convinced. Yeah. All right. I, I need to practice more and then, Start. All right, so Start maybe you can you'll have an experience. And we'll Clean contact. Yeah. All right, Zach, thanks for joining. Thanks, thanks for having me. Talk to you next time. Because that shot was a defining moment. And when a defining moment comes along, you define the moment. But the moment defines you.